position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 302 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this uh, uh, Saturday, uh, the 8th of August at 17.0600 hours. Uh, Pacific Coast, Left Coast, uh, West Coast, uh, Coast of the Most. Crack Engineer, Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Ivor, you are a national treasure. And therefore, we commit thee to the deep because you're fired! Why? Okay, so here we go. Whiskey, that's a good idea, though, I wore. Whiskey is a good idea. Mm. So, we have a... Well... Ah! We have an eventful show for you this week. Uh, so let's get straight to our top stories. Oh, and by the way, that would, of course, as we forgot to do last week, that would make it for our sequel, friends, uh, 2020-08-08. 2020-08-08. Weird. Weird. 
Uh, we shall not pass this way again. So, mm. top stories as I finish my cigarette. Excuse me. This week, uh, in an effort to get, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about two games that don't work that are brand new this week. But we have some deals for you. We have a lot of we have a good show for you this week. Um, for those of you not living underneath a rock, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out on Steam uh, for PC. It does not run on Linux. Uh, I've tried quite a bit to get it to run on Linux. Uh, and if, you, if you've never heard the show before, then uh, my system is uh, Mint 20 uh, and I run a 1080 Ti. NVIDIA 1080 Ti. Uh, and I thought that maybe uh, upgrading the driver's for the 1080 Ti from the I can't remember what series I was running for 430 390 something like that doesn't matter uh, I thought that upgrading to the latest 450 drivers might help um, instead it broke all of Steam Steam just would not fucking run so I spent uh, a couple hours yesterday fixing that and then reinstalling all my games and stuff um, it did not help Horizon uh, Zero Dawn to run. Uh, I don't know. All I get is just like all the Proton DB reports. Uh, all I get is a the game has crashed dialog box. Do you wish to send a bug report or whatever? And uh, yeah, I have no idea um, what's going on with that game. Uh, Master Splinter on the Discord uh, continues to taunt me with randomly, I don't know why with uh, what the game is like I just asked him if it if he was running it on Linux because he does run Linux it's like no Windows 10 and then he proceeds in like fucking the general discord to torment me he's like oh I'm pretty sure it'll come out soon it'll be fixed soon I'm like on what basis how long have you been doing this anyway it's best not to know anything about a game that does not run on Linux especially for this show and especially in our discord don't talk to me about games that don't yet run on Linux, and especially when you have no like reason to believe that they might run soon on Linux. What do you say? I'm gonna read his exact words. It was funny. Uh, it's okay. I'm pretty sure it will work soon. My reply. And how long have you been doing this, Splinter? I'm not 100, but I would say it's going to be a priority. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, seven years ago, Bayonetta well, five years ago, Bayonetta came out uh, for Steam, I think, maybe three or four, took another two and a half years before it ran on Linux so, anyway, it's best not if, if you're on the Discord, here's a tip to everybody if you're on the Discord don't talk to me about games that I can't play on Linux it's called the Best Linux Games Podcast for a reason so anyway, so uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn is fucked does not run do not be confused. I'm also having Steam is giving me a hard time returning it. I bought it the day before it was released. I pre-ordered it the day before it was released because it looks super fun. Um, but they are not. They're. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was just a momentary bug. I only tried to do the return once. But uh, they're like, oh, we can't. We're having a problem. Try this again. Speaking of Steam having some problems earlier this week. 
during the middle of the QuakeCon sale that is going on, because uh, evidently QuakeCon 2020 is going on somewhere, I imagine probably in a virtual environment, um, uh, Steam decided to update on Tuesday. That's that's exactly when it happened. On Tuesday, they shut down the servers, and then they broke the licensure for basically all of my Bethesda games. And then I blame Bethesda both on Twitter and in chat for this because Bethesda came out 45 minutes later and said they were investigating some entitlement issues related to their titles with Steam. This included Doom Eternal and Doom the 2016 reboot. And I was fucking furious because when this happened, all I had been, I cleared out the balance of my day and had had a long day and I was looking forward to only one thing and that was killing fucking demons in Doom Eternal, which we'll get to in a moment. But all of a sudden, it said that I had not bought the game, that I didn't have a license for it, that I couldn't, that I didn't have a license for it, and that I could only buy it as a gift for other people. And then eventually I bought it again, and they refunded me that. Uh, And I, anyway, it took them, like, you know, the rest of that day. took them, like, six hours. Like, four hours, something like that, of downtime. It was Steam who broke the licensure. It wasn't Bethesda. Although I did, in my apology, deliver some recriminations to Bethesda by saying, you know, if you're not always the cause of the problem, then maybe you wouldn't get blamed so quickly for more problems. But anyway, it all works now A-OK. The other game that does not work right now is a very popular game that looks really cool. It's called Grounded. And Grounded is uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but like with Minecraft. So it's like, I I bought it, I returned it because I couldn't get it to run. Um, but it looks really cool. Uh, hopefully that will get fixed sooner rather than later because uh, it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's like you fighting giant ants and like this triple A fucking beautiful miniature backyard world where blades of grass are as tall as fucking uh, you know, Amazonian canopies uh, where uh, the caves are intricate networks of ants and then fight cockroaches and shit like that with torches and you you guys harvest Lego parts and you know all sorts of shit. Looks really cool does not work at all. So, same thing with uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. And as you know, we I try not to make it a point to cover the games that don't work. Uh, but with major releases like these that are... I was really, really hoping that Horizon would work. And I was really hoping that... Actually, Grounded does kind of work. It, it crashes right after I do my character selection. Um, but yeah. So, in order to try to get Horizon Zero Dawn to work... Uh, I had to rejigger my entire system, which is crazy. I don't know what's going on with Mint 20 and uh, the uh, NVIDIA NVIDIA drivers, but it was a pain in the fucking ass to get 450 installed. You don't need it for anything unless you need it for something. Um, But yeah. So, let's get to uh, the game that does work. We'll talk more about it in the next segment, which is our deal segment. We're doing that up top because then we have a review for you. Uh, Doom Eternal 
does work and it is on sale. And yes, I know that Doom Eternal was just two episodes ago omitted from the list of the 101 best games available for the GNU slash Linux operating system, which we all know and love so well, uh, because it didn't work back then. Um, and I had to beat it on Stadia. In fact, I beat it on uh, two of the four difficulty levels because it kept crashing on Stadia in Ultra Nightmare. So I'm playing Doom Eternal again, which is great because it gives me another excuse to play Doom Eternal, and it's half off, so it's 30 bucks. We'll talk more about that in the deals. Um, so the Steam Bethesda fuck up on Tuesday was fixed, but it was fixed too late for me, which is sad. Uh, but everything is up and running again, uh, both with the uh, NVIDIA 450 drivers on Mint 20. It was a big, weird pain in the ass to get them to work. It wasn't anywhere near as bad as, you know, say, five years ago. But, um, like, I didn't have to fucking go into a different run mode and kill LightDM to uh, install it. But whatever. It was a different process. There's a Ubuntu... Um, I don't have the command in front of me, but there's a, a new way of doing this for Debian Ubuntu-based systems like Mint uh, that is actually really efficient and doesn't uh, doesn't it has less exposure to weirdness. But evidently, Mint Twenty is not fully on that gravy train. I guess they're not. They don't have their ducks in a row quite yet. But anyway, it all works now. I, there was, it was very minimal downtime. It was just 45 minutes of like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, that was yesterday. Um, and so yeah, uh, I wore, let's get straight to the deals. We don't have um, a deals bumper, so I wore you're fired. You should have done that already. Uh, straight to our deals. Uh, we only have two of them and then we'll get to our feature but there are three games that are on sale this week that are excellent. The first one is Doom Eternal. The sequel to... It came out last year, like November 2019, something like that. Um, and we reviewed it on Stadia for this show. Because I literally bought Doom Eternal and returned Doom Eternal three times through Steam. Through false reports of it suddenly working. It totally works now. It completely fucking works. Uh, and you, it works out of the box. You don't need to um, even use Glorious Egg Rolls Proton. Uh, now through August 11th, it's 50% off at $29.99. Biggest qualities about Doom Eternal is that it obviates the fundamental um, problem. Uh, it's inherent to the inherent to the design of the first-person shooter going back to Doom 1 all the way through uh, Quake and into the present day in many cases. This problem is simple. No matter how good you get at the game, the game has to be much harder than you can get good at. And so that brings into the fundamental imposition, that brings in one fundamental imposition that is true of almost all of these games. You can be a badass gunslinging motherfucker, but you are now tied to the geography of the level. Why? Because you have to know where the power-ups are and how to control your ammo and what to use it on. And so all that comes down to geography. Well, Doom Eternal breaks that entire paradigm, allowing you to use a broad spectrum of weapons 
all of which are upgradable in multiple different ways and all of which have an alternate fire as well um and then there's suit weapons and so what Doom Eternal does is it allows you to get what you need at the pinnacle of Doom Eternal and this is true for like over half the game if you're playing it on anything other than Ultra Nightmare you don't need any ammo pickups, you don't need any health pickups you can use specific weapons against specific enemies and harvest those pickups from the enemies as you kill them this makes it almost I know it sounds like kind of limiting but it's not it turns the game into a beautiful dance of carnage that really lends full expression to the sheer range of uh, capabilities in terms of violence you're able to inflict upon the denizens of hell as they invade earth also notable Doom Eternal makes just like Wolfenstein uh, the new order and Wolfenstein 2 the new colossus makes complete operatic fucking sense out of every other game in the franchise um, which is a massive achievement in my opinion uh, you're not going to get all teary eyed uh, in, in Doom Eternal like you will uh, in uh, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus but it is a phenomenal game and the it's a shorter game but the replay value is in beating it on different, on different higher difficulty levels and uh, finding all the secrets uh, and so now I have an excuse to play Doom Eternal again I've been stri- live streaming a lot of it so check out our Twitch stream you know blah so Doom Eternal is half off through August 11th at 50 yeah 50 percent of it uh, $29.99 I've where you're fired next in our deals Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts I've not played any of the other Sniper Ghost Warrior games or any of the Sniper games Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts will be reviewed next week I think on this here show but pick it up now because it is uh, 40% off I was going to say 50% off it's 40% off now uh, through the next 44 hours 40-ish hours so like uh, August 10th I think um, at $17.99 this game came out last year it's basically a hybrid of Hitman 2 Silent Assassin and Hitman Contracts meets um, first person shooter meets Metal Gear Solid the first Metal Gear Solid the Shadow Moses Incident 1 meets Modern Warfare 2 because it's a first person shooter and it's a military based first person shooter so meets an open sandbox for contracts so basically we'll talk about it more when I do a full review of it but I'm 5 hours in I've completed my first uh, contract and all the sub objectives of it there's so much to like about this game. It is really, really, really good. Uh, it's the biggest thing that I can say to recommend it, apart from like the amazing graphics and the awesome kill shots, um, are and forgetting the weaponry, forgetting anything else. The best thing about this game is it has a very realistic uh, artificial intelligence engine that is kind of checkpoint it's not checkpoint based it's like area of impact based 
like if you kill a guy and you leave him on the trail and another patrol finds him they will freak out and they'll start searching for you but they won't necessarily radio in to all the other bases on the map and send everyone to come and kill you eventually though if you fuck with them enough that will happen um, it, we'll, we'll talk more about this in, in next week's episode or maybe the following week when we can do a full review of it I'm only four and a half hours into it I really like it it is a me- slow methodical game incredibly realistic um, sniping um, and amazing graphics and excellent excellent hybrid between stealth action and uh, planning and procedure and strategy, you know, like all detailed plans and stuff, but then when shit goes sideways, out comes the fucking, you know, just like in Hitman 2, out come the silver ballers. Uh, It's great. It's really good, and it is is 40% off at uh, $17.99. The name of the game, again, is Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. Excuse me. Um... Sorry, my phone is going crazy. Uh, and then third on our list, as I tortured Monsieur Le Chateau Glare. Well, uh, I don't know how to say glare in French. Mm. Mr. Shifty, one of the 101 best games available for the new slash Linux operating system, which we all know and love. Um is it's a tiny build game and it very rarely goes on sale it is on sale now through August 10th for 67% off at $4.94 um Mr. Shifty for those of you who don't remember came out I guess like 3 years ago 4 years ago it's a top down um gamepad based game that explores the uh moral and uh combat implications of being able to do one thing well two things and being able to do them well the first thing is being able to bilocate you can bilocate five times at about uh, I'd say a meter and a half away from you and you can do it as fast as you want until you do it five times and then you have to wait for it to recharge if you don't do it five times in a row you can string it along so you can bilocate endlessly so what does this mean someone tries to shoot you in the face you bilocate you're immediately behind them and you punch them in the back of the head you kill them. You can't use weapons in this game, but you can use anything that is not a weapon as a weapon. So keyboards, soda cans, boat oars, sticks, um, pot, uh, uh, heads from statuary, arms from statuary, tridents from statuary, uh, anything you want. And it's one hit, one kill for you. If you get hit, you die. And the only other special power you have is the ability to, to literally punch or use whatever weapon you have in lightning fast uh, murderous combinations that really eventually, oh, brooms you know, everything can be used as a weapon fucking sta- uh, um, mega plutonium you can use it as a weapon, you can throw it one hit, one kills anybody uh, ideally the, the best way to kill everybody is to make them shoot each other because here I am, I'm right in front of you and there's 15 guys behind you uh, make sure they all draw a beat on you and then you bip, 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 bilocate 
so you're behind all of them. They f- pull the trigger. They blow all of each other's brains out. It's delicious, immoral, wrong, hilarious, brilliant, and at the low, low price of 67% off now through August 10th, $4.94. Mr. Shifty is one of the best deals available in the graveyard. Check out our video of the week, which I made for Shadow Glare specifically to encourage him to maybe give Shifty a chance. Mm. It's 20 minutes. It's a per- Operation Certain Death is a go. Um, it has a great sense of humor, and uh, it's a shorter game, but it is very difficult to get perfect on all of the levels, and there's a lot of levels. You can probably beat it, and I think my record time for beating it is around f- 3 hours and 45 minutes, because the last 3 levels get really hard when shit goes really insane. But, pick it up, tell Chairman Asshole I said hello. That brings us, of course, to this week's feature, which is a review of the messenger. Ivor based him with it. In accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. So, our review this week is of the excellent The Messenger, which retails for $19.99, and it includes a DLC, which I haven't beaten, but I've beaten the actual game three times now, and, because I keep trying to speedrun it, and uh, every time I try to speedrun it, I end up... Well, this last time, I had a massive problem with my controller, um dying, like, actual, like, physical hardware problem with one of my cheap fucking controllers. It wasn't an Amazon Basics controller. Uh, it was a wired, uh, generic Xbox One controller. I've since thrown it out. I don't know where it is, but, uh, that added, like, four hours to my game until I figured out just how fucked up uh, that made my attempted speedrunning. Anyway, Bottom line, what is The Messenger? Messenger is a side-scrolling, two-dimensional platformer in homage to the great ninja games of the 80s and 90s. Most specifically, Ninja Gaiden and, uh... Yeah, really just Ninja Gaiden. Um, that's about the scale of the ninja in a multi-screen, um... side-scrolling, episodic adventure that spans... Lots of, lots of shit. It's really good. How good is it? Well, I got the messenger. Oh yeah. By the way, my top item for the messenger, because I bought this game. I want to say two years ago. I have I've had a license for it for two years. I played it right after I got it. I want to say, and I was instantly heartbroken. And I, because I thought it looked like shit has one of the worst, my top line for The Messenger is, it has the worst three minutes of one of the best games that I have played, best, you know, new games that I've played in like 15 years. The introduction looks like shit, I think. I'm not trying to be brutal to this game. This game is a magnificent game. Is it worth $19.99? Let's cut straight to the chase. Do you want to know if it earns the full price, any price, all price, highest honor that we can award any game on this show? Yes. I say it does. Just by virtue of the fact that, like, I've already squeezed, you know, 50 hours out of it, so that's, you know, what, uh, 25, that's 50 cents well, uh, oh god, my math. Oh god, this calculator is attacking me. 
All right, so if the game were $10, it'd be a quarter an hour to get 40 hours out of it. Right? I think, oh God. I'm not even high yet. I'm not drunk. Anyway, the bottom line is, it. yes, it does get, it does win our highest honor. I can't tell you too much about this game because there are so many twists, surprises, and etc. But here's my fervent uh, what do you call it? Um, I implore you. I, intri- I, I, I beg of you. I, uh, my, uh, evidently, my math and my language are fucking dying. Um, I, I, my fervent hope is that you will give this game a chance. It's published by Devolver Digital, and as we all know, who those of you who listen to the show, I can't really think of a game that was published by Devolver that I thought completely sucked. At least I cannot remember it. I've been playing this game with my head. The find a game that was published by Devolver that sucked that you can remember. Um, for two and a half years now. Um. So anyway, the bottom line is that yeah. I can't really think of one. off, and, you, and you're not allowed to look at like a list or anything. You just have to think of one off the top of your head. Um, that's them's the rules. Anyway, I owe BPR, Blaster PR, friend of the show, uh, friend of the Discord channel. Uh, I host him a lot on uh, our Twitch stream. Because um, he only plays Monster Hunter World. It's the only game that he ever fucking plays. That in Minecraft uh, these days. But generally if he's not playing Minecraft, he's only playing Monster Hunter World. And this has been going on for like a year now. And then, you know, three months ago or whatever, I started seeing him playing The Messenger. And playing The Messenger all the time. And so I I, I pinged him. I'm like, is that actually any good? Because I still have a license for it. He's like, oh my god, it's so good. And it took like, maybe a week of watching just, you know, his playtimes for The Messenger. I'm like, okay, fine. I have to give it another chance. So I gave it another chance, and I got past the first three minutes, which are just it's not, they're unimpressive, and they don't give you a good sense of anything of the uh, amazingness that is inside of this game. The tight controls, the snappy, witty dialogue, the story that's great, the unbelievable visuals that you will see. If you like, if you like old school retro uh, 8 and 16 bit games less I say about that the better um, the art in this game is phenomenal the controls are really still the show you get most controls and upgrades and the characters and everything and the oh hang on so this is the tiniest little bit of spoiler alert that I, 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 I I'm going to be willing to impart because, like, re- realistically, the controls alone, the controls, your capabilities, and the level design, which is so great. Um, it, it, it really, it's a skill-based game uh, that has this delicious difficulty curve uh, that continues throughout. Nothing gets, I don't know, BPR kept bitching about how hard it was, which is, like, ridiculous. It's not hard in the way that uh, you know, games that 
are designed to hit you because you cry, like, you know, quote-unquote souls-like games, you know, where it's just, like, fucking impossible, or, like, Sekiro, or, you know, anything from From Software, more or less, um, or, like, uh, Super Meat Boy, the game doesn't start at a 10 difficulty, and then expect you to go to 13 over the course of the game, it's not a frustrating game, it's, uh, you will get very angry, um, but you will always feel like you always know why you died. Uh, generally speaking, unless your controller itself is broken, which is funny because it's one of the things that when you die, Quarble says, you'll meet Quarble and you'll learn all about him when you play the game. He says, are you, is something wrong with your controller or something like that? In my case, my third game, yes, it was. Something was wrong with it. I was like, why do I suck? I've beaten this game two times. Um, but it's really in the dynamicism of the, the movements and then figuring out where it is you need to go next. And the design is so ingenious. It's masterful. I mean, it is really masterful. The story is hilarious, incredible, has t- moments that are very touching, I thought, too. Um, ultimately, uh, the story doesn't make a ton of sense, but the game has a makes up for that fact with like a very broad sense of humor and uh, it's very aware of its place in uh, gaming history. So here's the only thing that I, I'm going to say about about uh, the messenger, apart from the controls. And the boss encounters are great, but ultimately, it's not the boss encounters that you will remember the most, because eventually you run out of bosses. Inside of the messenger inside of what seems like a very linear, literally from left to right, um, multi-screened 8-bit ninja adventure, ultimately what is inside of it is the first Ninjavania game. And if you've listened to this show, then you know that I hate the term Metroidvania. But I do love the new neologism that I just created, Ninjavania. This but it's a different, it's not quite Metroidvania in the sense of like jump boots and locked doors because by the time you get to this part of the game, which is the bulk of the game, the the first part of the game is only like three hours long, maybe two hours long something like that, it depends you can probably beat the first part of the game in like one sitting, but that's not the whole game that's when the game starts and uh, it's very enjoyable minus the first three minutes through those, you know, first two to four hours or however long it takes you to get there. But then the game blows your mind and uh, becomes Ninjavania. Uh, and you, you're, you're just going to love it. If you like old school side-scrolling platformers, if you like ninja action, if you like skill-based ninja action with lots of combos, dynamic, not like, you know, scary, difficult moves or anything like that. Like, you don't have to remember, like, you know, I have to press up, down, left, right, you know, back, and right. No, it's just, it's just, you have to be able to instantly size up a situation and do what is necessary to overcome it. Um, you know, you can wall climb, you can use a uh, grappling hook that extends uh, uh, straight out in front of you. It can't be used at an angle. Um, you have shuriken, you have a sword, uh, 
and other power, other powers and power-ups that you can upgrade, and you will upgrade them all. It's a short upgrade tree. It's a big game. It's more than more. I'd say it's actually perfectly priced at $19.99. If you like old school, if you like Ninja Gaiden, if you want that Ninja Gaiden magic feeling back, if you like unbelievable uh, 8-bit and 16-bit art uh, that's somewhere between pixel trash and like the Mona Lisa, you're going to love the messenger. It's going to knock your socks off. Uh, And one of the best reasons to buy it on Steam is that if you actually find out that you hate the game after three hours, you can fucking return it. But you will not return the messenger. Uh, the first 15 minutes alone, after you get past that first three minutes, it just like cock block. It drives me nuts because it depresses me because it makes the game very difficult to recommend um, to other people because you don't want to say too much about what the game actually is. But you also want to get them past that, that first three minutes with the you know, starting from the attract mode uh, cinema sequence, which sets up the story, and then once you, the new game cinema mode, which has a lot of dialogue and does not look impressive and isn't funny and isn't cool or good. I don't think it's good, and it does not in any way betray the awesome treasures of the game, the sheer hours of enjoyment that you're going to have. So yes, it earns our Best Links Games Podcast highest award that we're capable of conferring. Worth full price, any price, all price at, you know, $20. That's full price. Um, any day, all days, every day, any year, any decade, for all time. It is a fantastic game. Pick it up. You'll love it. Uh, and then just to... Um, so that's a review. And then just to mention one other game that I've been playing, because I was thinking about turning this entire episode, this week's episode into a what I've been playing... But, uh, no, because no one likes those. This is a The Messenger review episode. But one game that I have been playing, it's called Bloody Rally Show. It's also $20. It's full price. If you remember the days of Super Sprint, this is procedurally generated top-down Super Sprint with upgradable race cars. Uh, somewhat similar to Iron Man, Ivan Stewart's, you know, uh, uh, monster truck racing games, but it's it's closer to Sprint. It does have Steam Remote Play that me and Red Faster tried to get working, but he had some problems with his controller. Um, it doesn't have any other form of online gameplay, but you can play with one other friend in the normal campaign mode. And the campaign mode presents you with seven races. You have to beat them. They're everything that you you do in between the races is persistent then that ends the week and then I think there are five weeks to a season and at the end of the season immediately a new season starts and you can upgrade your car buy new cars, do paint jobs etc and it's a carnage based it's somewhere between Carmageddon and uh, uh, Super Sprint Uh, it's a lot of fun it's very mindless uh, which is great uh, especially for these times in trouble, you know, blah, the COVID nightmare and the fact that Donald Trump is in control of the world. It's a kind of a fucking scary time. 
other than that, so yeah, it's 20 bucks. It's a little expensive. I would wait for it to go on sale, but if you really are jonesing for some like profound amounts of mindless hours of mindless entertainment, there is Bloody Rally Show, big fame, a uh, big uh big uh favorite of a uh, friend of the show, uh Hotworm. Uh so yeah, cheers. I will see you next week. Uh we'll have uh more about uh Sniper uh Ghost or sniper ghost warrior contracts hopefully with a full review if I can squeeze in 16 hours this week it's a busy week um and my allergies are acting up uh yes and also be sure to check out I, I don't know what episode it was Ivor you're fired he was supposed to look this up before we did this week's episode check out uh an episode we did I think two years ago the best ninja games ever made for Linux, that, that run on Linux. Um, that list basically works like this. This is out of order. Mark of the Ninja, um, the new Strider, um, Shadow Blade Reload, Ninja Gaiden in emulator, uh, M++, and into that pantheon, Sally's a new, an entirely new creation, a new entry, The Messenger. Check it out. Cheers, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, oh, four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy, yaddy, four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.